I have been talking lately about um, compassionate leadership authority, which probably sounds like an oxymoron, right? Like how can you be compassionate and how can you have authority at the same time? And how can you do both of those things when you're in leadership? All right. So first, let me just say that uh, leadership, I think it's great to just start with understanding what leadership is. And leadership is all about taking responsibility to get something through to a result. And it almost always also involves working with other people, right? So we think of leadership as working with and through other people to get results. So when we're doing that, how can we hold compassion and authority at the same time? I'm going to share a, a brief story um, of something I went through that really just made uh, had it hit home for me for how you do do both, how you could do both. And it's when I was in a position of uh, being a interim CFO and I had a CEO above me who was working on a very complex um, kind of accounting job of where I was having to uh, find and put into a system a lot of invoices, a lot of bills that weren't in the system and that were unpaid. And the CEO was obviously super concerned about how much that was. I mean, are we talking about, you know, like a couple thousand dollars or are we talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in these outstanding bills that kind of nobody, no one knew about? All right. So this turned out to be a big job. Like I thought it would go pretty quick uh, because if I had the invoices, I could just input them. We'd go fast, you know, and have my, have my uh, assistants help me. Okay, but it turns out that it was very slow because I had to call vendors to actually find the invoices. They weren't anywhere uh, in this office. They, they, you know, it seemed like they had kind of like vanished or something. And we had vendors putting the company on COD. Uh, it was a, you know, it was really an awful thing. So we were trying to really understand and get into the system. Uh, all the payables, the bills that we had outstanding. So I originally thought it would take me just a couple days. And uh, after about a week, the CEO uh, confronted me with, well, why aren't we done yet? Um, and, you know, and I, I and his, even his attitude was uh, kind of implied that I should be done already, right? Okay. And so I immediately kind of got on the defensive and I started to say why I wasn't done yet, you know, because I had to call all these vendors and it's, uh, I had to uh, do all this extra work to make sure that these bills were real bills and to get them into the system. And, you know, it was a thing. And, um, but this CEO was, I think, in, really in a place of fear and frustration and, uh, and then started to push me of like, well, that doesn't sound like that takes that long right? Like if I were, was even saying something like if I were in your shoes, it would be done by now. Like, come on. And at that moment, I uh, luckily had enough skills to not say what I was thinking, but I was definitely thinking, hey, wait a minute. If you think you're so good at this, you sit down and do all the bills. And, you know, and I'll, uh, I'll sit back and uh, wait for you to bring them. Um, and, and I definitely went into the place of also not being, not only being, uh, upset that he was perceiving me as, as doing a bad job, which 
I, I, I felt very strongly I wasn't doing a bad job, but I also was perceiving him as not a good CEO, right? Like I was feeling like, well, you're not taking your part of the responsibility and you're not uh, trying to even understand my point of view. Uh, you're making all these assumptions about how I should perform. And it's all very critical and judgmental and all about me. So all meaning targeted at Annie. And when that's happening, when the CEO and I are going back and forth about whose fault it is or isn't, we're actually not talking about how are we going to get this done? Because it's not like he was offering to you know step in and do it. And so instead of coming to me from a place of like, oh my gosh, Annie, this is taking quite a long time. I'm afraid we won't have the numbers in time for me to, you know, share with the owners what's really going on here. Um, what can we do? How can I support you? Because we have to get over the finish line. Okay. So that, if he had come to me with that, that has that element of compassion of, you know, of this, I can see that this is hard, but it also has the element of authority and, and the compassion piece too, of staying out of blame and judgment, right? Like, oh my gosh, this is taking longer than we thought. Okay. No blame there. Then going to the place of what can we do to make it happen faster? That is the, a place of authority because we, you know, because he said, uh, if he had said, because we need to uh, present this to the owners, like th that's the outcome that we're going for. That's the thing we have to make happen. He and I can stay on the same page about that. And it keeps the, the conversation going in a place uh, that is effective and productive instead of tanking the relationship and not even having a good outcome from there. I think when people are angry and frustrated, they believe that if they uh, express how upset they are, that the other person will go to a place of, oh, I need to fix this so that this person won't be upset anymore. And the thing is, is we don't do that as humans. We go to the place of, wait, how are you perceiving me? Am I in danger here? Not am I in danger of not pleasing you, just, just that, but more, am I in danger that you're perceiving me badly? That kind of goes to the general respect that we have for each other. And when, um, uh, some, when a leader goes into a place of blame, judgment, criticism, even implying it through tone, um, through, uh, you know, through kind of the, the words they use, um, even implying it gets people focused on wait a minute, this is, you know, we're now I don't care about the outcome anymore. Now I just care about how I'm being perceived. And that is a major problem. And so to, to get around that, we actually have to hold the compassion piece of compassion of like business is hard. Things run late all the time for billions of reasons. We can't be, we can't be focusing on the fault for that. We have to be focusing on what's the outcome and how are we going to get it? Okay. Now, if there is a performance problem, and sometimes there is, you can deal with that. 
but not in that moment. Performance problems have to be dealt with after the tension is over. When you can actually talk about um, uh, the performance piece without an outcome needing to ride on it right at that moment. So that's how you can hold both pieces at once, the compassion and the authority. The authority is based on, look, we need to get this result. That's where the authority comes from. The authority is not, I've decided you're doing a bad job. <laughs> it just doesn't work. And so, um, I, you know, I hope that makes sense. I imagine that most people have been on both sides of that equation like I have. And, um, and it, it can become much, much easier uh, when you start to just talk about what can we do differently to get the outcome, then the compassion often automatically comes in. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And um, I hope you got some good insights and I look forward to doing another uh, 10 years and 10 minutes uh, talk soon. To learn more about this episode's topic, pick up a copy of my book, The People Part, at your favorite book retailer or at AnnieHymanPratt.com.